it's about leveling up the playing field between what we expect and what we actually get. What we expect versus what we actually get is what gives us the guilt. And when other people expect something from you and they don't get the same, you also get the guilt. And you're like, I'm sorry, forgive me. And when you expect something of yourself and you don't do it, you also feel guilty. So guilt is like this emotion that comes to remind you of uh, what you said you were going to do. You know what I mean? It says, uh, this is what you said you were going to do here, but it's not an emotion that should make you um, feel like incompetent or unworthy or a flake. It should be an emotion that directs you to do better. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. Who's tuning live on YouTube? Let's connect. If you're on YouTube, my Instagram is The Holistic Motivator. Facebook, The Holistic Motivator. Uh, YouTube, The Holistic Motivator. Everything is at The Holistic Motivator. Let me tell you a story about a lot of things I have to forgive myself for. Some of the biggest things I consistently have to forgive myself for is my relationships with friends and family. Now, a lot of us, we don't, we don't think that we're holding something on us, but we, we do hold it on us. Have you ever, like, the first time you met somebody, uh, the first time you've seen somebody after seeing them in a long time, and you're like, yo, I was going to call you, but, yo, I've been meaning to text you, but I had this thing for you, but there's so many times where um, you've been meaning to do something for somebody or to somebody, and you didn't do it so every time you see them again you're like you feel compelled to go up to them and apologize for your so-called wrongdoing now if it's a wrongdoing any wrongdoing has guilt in it you know what i mean if you uh some i remember when i was a kid my cousin popped my balloon because his balloon was popped so you know what i mean that's a wrongdoing but I don't think he saw it as a wrongdoing. That's a random childhood memory, by the way. And you, it's just, use that example. Like, you go and you pop somebody else's balloon, and you're like, man, I shouldn't have done that. That's kind of selfish. It's a wrongdoing. Now, you go home, and you still feel guilty about it. But subconscious guilt. Now, there's guilt on the surface, and then there is a subconscious guilt. Now, guilt on the surface is obvious. You know what I mean? Guilt on the surface is uh, often usually uh, 
is like i'm guilty <laughs> that's it you know guilt on the surface you just come out right there and then you just tell them how it is like i feel bad for not doing this you know what i mean a lot of times like i feel bad usually we don't even apologize we're like yo i feel really bad for doing that i was supposed to show up but i feel bad for doing it and we're like okay so that's how you see if you're guilty or you're feeling guilty is like are you feeling good about something or are you feeling bad about it it's really that simple it's just like oh i feel bad about not calling this person or i feel bad about not waking up on time or i feel bad for eating this uh chicken again you know what i mean so it's like okay guilt is like you feel bad so if you normally say to someone i feel bad about doing this then that's guilt and uh, doesn't that make you feel bad about yourself as well so if you tell somebody you feel bad about doing something to them or not doing something you should have done doesn't that mean that you feel bad about yourself so comment below let me know what you think if you say to someone I feel bad for not doing this doesn't that mean that you also feel bad about yourself so sometimes we don't feel like we did enough you know what I mean we did a, a, enough and that's the biggest self-guilt there is out there so I'm one of the guys who can be doing a thousand things and being productive at it and then still say I'm not doing enough. Where does that come from? Like, why is it that you you could be doing a lot of things, but yet you still feel as if you're not doing enough? Well, I'm going to tell you why. There's results based on the projects you're doing, and there's results based on your expectations of the projects you should be doing. There's results based on the product projects you you set for yourself. And there's also uh, the results based on the expectations that you set or based on your potential that you recognize. So a lot of times you're like, yo, okay, I expected to do this. Somebody said expectation open up doors for disappointments. Now, do I agree with that statement or do I not agree? I do not agree nor disagree fully, only to a certain extent. Reason why I say that is we can't say expectation leads to disappointment all the time because uh, we probably will never expect anything ever again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and if we do expect to be great, then will we not be disappointed? I said this um, in a workshop. I was like, yo, how can you say expectation lead to disappoint disappointment when we kind of have to expect something out of us? Like we, we need to have expectations for ourselves. I say that expectation for yourself leads to uh, the result based on the action you've put. But your expectations of other people can't be met because you can't put in actions for other people so expectations often leads to disappointments if you're dealing with other people 
but expectations does not lead to disappointment when you're dealing with yourself because your action is going to dictate whether it's a disappointment or the or it's an appointment with your dreams so expectation does not necessarily lead to uh expectation does not lead to disappointment it leads to the result based on the action that you give so you could expect to have a great day tomorrow now does that say if you don't have a great day you're going to be disappointed yeah you will because you said the expectations but if you do have a great day you're going to be affirmed so why don't why we only look at the failure sides of expectations not the success so every time i said like this morning i said i'm going to actually journal this morning and i'm going to take the next first three four hours of the day just like for me right and i did so my expectations last night led to achievement rather than disappointment so the thing is listen to me the only way i can do this podcast is by getting sponsors and support that's why i've partnered up with audibletrial.com because you're not you when your mind's hungry so feed your mind with some audiobooks all day every day so are you tired stressed and anxious are you worried and uncertain about what your future hold do you want to grow to another level audible trials have changed my life i started with an audible trial and got one book called think and grow rich it took me way longer to try to read the book and i didn't remember as much but when i listened to it about four times i got the complete gist of the book because what happens when you listen to a book it, your subconscious mind records it better that's why i prefer audio rather than text the average person reads less than a book a year. Top CEOs read about a book a month. Aren't you the top chief executive of your life? You are a CEO. You are a powerful being. So it's your time to invest in your mind. So don't hesitate, man. Go down below. There's a link in the in this podcast or whatever wherever you're listening. There's a link. All you gotta do is go to the description, click get free audiobook from Audible audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks it's your life feed it when you need it it's about leveling up the playing field between what we expect and what we actually get what we expect versus what we actually get is what gives us the guilt and when other people expect something from you and they don't get the same, you also get the guilt. And you're like, I'm sorry, forgive me. And when you expect something of yourself and you don't do it, you also feel guilty. So guilt is like this emotion that comes to remind you of uh, what you said you were going to do. You know what I mean? It says, uh, this is what you said you were going to do here, but it's not an emotion that should make you... Um, feel like incompetent or unworthy or a flake it should be an emotion that directs you to do better you know what i mean it's like yo okay um maybe i have not been this consistent with this one thing all right cool i get it am i gonna like dwell in the guilt am i gonna like be super super disappointed 
and feel like, oh, the world is coming down on me because I didn't do this one thing. The more time you dwell in the guilt, the less time you have to reap the rewards that the guilt can bring with the proper action. The more time you dwell in the guilt, the less time you have to reap the rewards of what guilt can bring if you act with the proper action. The less time you spend on guilt is the more time you have to build what you want. So let's do an exercise if you're watching with me here. What are some of the things you've been guilty about? We're gonna create a two column chart. I don't know why I like two column charts, but I'm a big fan of two column charts. Why? Why am I a big fan of two column charts? Simply because two columns allows you to have a topic and it also allows you to have Okay, basically has a point and an action. So a two column chart on the right said, what am I guilty about? What am I guilty about? On the other side say, what action do I need to take to transform my guilt to a positive result? So number one is, what am I guilty about? Two column chart. Number one is, what am I guilty about? And the second column chart is, what action am I going to take to turn my guilt into a positive result? Like I said, guilt is not this emotion that should make us feel incompetent, but it's actually an emotion that should make us feel more empowered because it should make us feel like we hold ourselves to a high standard and therefore we will act accordingly to that high standard so guilt should not be a negative emotion you know what I mean it should be a self-awareness emotion it allows you to be more aware and it also puts you uncomfortable you know how there's two things that will force you to grow either pain or the pain of not getting your gain there's two things that force you to grow either the physical pain Either the pain of your consistency is in the pain of pain of your productivity, either the pain of your like putting in the work or also the, or the pain, the mental regret of not doing it called guilt. So that's why I urge you to create a two column chart. And then in that two column chart, write down all the things you feel guilty about. Like when was the last time you ever did something like this? I don't know, but I also think you don't know. You know what I mean? Because we don't do this thing. We who, who says do that? Somebody says, oh, you tell somebody else you feel guilty for doing something to them. There's a, there's a chance they're going to turn that guilt back on you and make you feel even worse about yourself. So people are not necessarily going to help you get out of your guilt. They're going to make you feel more guilty. If you're going to be honest here, people oftentimes are going to make you feel more guilty. So the best thing that we can do is come up with an action. Like I said, one of my major guilt is feeling like I'm not keeping in touch with the people I care about. So I have my schedule here. If you can see it, 
my schedule, I've accounted, I've, well, not accounted, I've allocated some time for me to just call people, right? I've allocated that. That's in action. Um, another thing I've been feeling guilty about is content. I need to make more content. I'm taking an action right now. I'm actually making a live video. So the only thing that can eradicate your guilt is action. Because guilt is just here to tell you what you're, it's, it's a different form of reminder. You know what I mean? Because think about if there was no guilt, then we'd have no internal guide and no God within to direct us to do the right thing. Guilt is like a tool that our internal guide utilizes to direct us to a different direction. It's like, um, uh, why is, why is guilt like an internal guide? Why is guilt like a tool that the internal guide uses to guide you towards a different direction? Because life is all about pleasure and pain, right? If you're, if you did something really horrible to somebody and you experience pleasure, uh, you're probably going to do it again. If you didn't keep your word with a friend and you experienced a lot of great pleasure, uh, you're going to not keep your word again. So unless there's pain attached to a certain thing, we don't find the need to change. So unless there's pain attached to a certain thing, we often don't find the need to change. So that's why guilt is here. It's like this emotion saying, Ooh, look, all the things you're ignoring. Uh, so that's why I think we should treasure guilt more, not indulge in it, but treasure its communication to us. Because why is it that I, I see you and I automatically think, oh, forgive me for not, forgive me for not. What if we acted on making it right, then we would save so much time of like even doing that. When we, when we even met somebody that we didn't spend any time with for the last six months, instead of saying, oh, forgive me for never calling you, you're going to be like, I didn't call you, but now that I'm here with you, I want to give you my undivided attention. Uh, instead of saying forgive, you you give up the past for a better present and a more joyous future. So sometimes you have to give up the past for a better present and a more joyous future through current action to make it right right now. We can't go in the past and make it right. There's so many things I'm guilty about, especially how when I was in college for the last four or five years and I didn't connect with my mother or my father like that or my sister. I'm in college. Like, that's it. You know what I mean? And I felt that guilt of whenever I'm at, when I about to call my mother and I'm like, I'm about to call my mom. Like, I haven't called her in four days. I'm not a good son. If I can't be like this with my mom, can I be like this with other people? Like, you, you start to repeat the past. So you have to let go of the past so you can have a better 
present, right? So you could give yourself a gift. But every time you bring in that past baggage, that's you taking up all your hands. Like, I got to carry 20 bags in the airport. I'm trying to go to my destination, to Europe, to enjoy, like, the life. You know, you left one life to live. I'm going to a, a new destination. I'm building my dreams. Then I still have all this guilt luggage. Welcome with me. I'm like, well, at least I have this guilt to make me feel good about not doing what I need to do. So why do we replace the action with the guilt of the lack of action? Like, and this is like personal testimonial situations that I'm sharing with you. Why don't we replace our guilt of inaction with our action? Why don't we replace our guilt for inaction with our actions? Well, because our mind is is re reiterating it in our head subconsciously. Now, for me, I've been like, like the guy uh, outside the window looking in. They call that the observer. And then I'm like, not only am I outside in the guilt, but I'm looking inside and I'm like, Man, look what's going on in here. Why are you still in the guilt? So I'm guilty and then I'm condemning myself for being guilty. It's just like worrying and condemning yourself for worrying. Why would you want double damage and double trouble? It's like, yo, I'm going through anxious emotions or I'm going through a sad moment. But instead of finding the action, we dwell in the lack of action. We dwell in thinking about it, be like, man, why do I always be like this? Why do I always treat my stuff like that? And the why do I repeats the experience 10x because it's like, if you saw a black screen with one text in it and it said F you, knowing you know what F you means, you're like, what? And then you go back and you say, why did this person write F you? And you're like, I'm going to find all the source coding. I'm going to tap type in and figure out why did this person say F you to me? And why did this F you come on the screen? I'm going to go look in the coding. And then you go, you go in the coding and it says F you because you're this, you're that, you're that. And it just like, whoa, I should have just got that one curse word. I should have got that one uh, uh, negative words that was sent to me and just like, Forgive that person and move on. Forgive and grow. But be I wanted to analyze it. I wanted to figure out why does this person want to say F you to Ed? Uh, what did I do? So I want to overanalyze. That's our analytical brain. You know, our brain, left brain, breaking things into pieces. But one of the most interesting things I've ever heard is that it's not about dissecting things. So they say intellect is like a knife. You, you try to think things through. You know, you try to literally think things through. You know when they say you're gonna think things through? The thinking is like the knife and the situation is what you're cutting through. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I wanna thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Listen to me. 
The only way I can do this podcast is by getting sponsors and support. That's why I've partnered up with audibletrial.com. Because you're not you when your mind's hungry. So feed your mind with some audiobooks all day, every day. So are you tired, stressed, and anxious? Are you worried and uncertain about what your future holds? Do you want to grow to another level? Audible trials have changed my life. I started with an Audible trial and got one book called Think and Grow Rich. It took me way longer to try to read the book and I didn't remember as much, but when I listened to it about four times, I got the complete gist of the book. Because what happens when you listen to a book, it, your subconscious mind records it better. That's why I prefer audio rather than text. The average person reads less than a book a year. Top CEOs read about a book a month. Aren't you the top chief executive of your life? You are a CEO. You are a powerful being. So it's your time to invest in your mind. So don't hesitate, man. Go down below. There's a link in the in this podcast or whatever wherever you're listening. There's a link. All you gotta do is go to the description, click get free audiobook from Audible. Audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks. It's your life. Feed it when you need it. So you're like, yo, let me sharpen my mind. I'm going to use my mental capacity. I'm going to sharpen my mind. So your intellect is like a knife. And you want to dissect everything and everybody. But are you ready to see what's inside of everything and everybody? Definitely not ready for that one. Because that reckoning, you'd be like, oh man, I wish I didn't even know this about everything and everybody. So that's why if we're in guilt... Don't go saying, man, why are you always like this? Why are you always like that? Why do you always do that? Why are you always, why, why you, why, why you, you, why you always seem all over yourself? Stop. Why are you always think all over yourself? Because when you say, why are you always, that's always why you do it. If you say, why you always do this, that's always why it's happening. It's because you're saying, why you always do this? So we're, we're sending these signals to our brain. This is scientific. I don't go to the scientific in every session. I like to keep it on the surface because not everybody is ready for that. So I say, why you always take that out and switch that with what can I do? So why you always is like, okay, I'm going to stick to the past. What can I do is I'm going to take an action to prepare the future. Why you always is I'm going to stick to the past. What are you going to do now is preparation for the future. And that's the stage I believe we should want to be in is in the preparation, action and reaping stage and not the why you always. So guilt is why you always all over yourself. Action is the way out of that. Okay, so I realized that there's one thing to be woke, but there's one thing to be woke in a dream you've created for yourself. It's one thing to be woke in reality, but it's a different thing 
to be woke in a reality that you created for yourself that's not necessarily true. So you'd be like, I know, I know how it is. I know how it is. This is how it is. This is how they are. I know all the factors of what uh, is going on with these people and these things. And I know what's going on with my mind. And, and I know it and I'm analyzing it every day. I just, I just know what's happening. I, I, I know I'm always doing this. I'm always, and I, that, that literally does nothing, you know, because I've done it so long. I'm like, I, it does nothing, it makes nothing. It doesn't work. I tried it many times. <laughs> it just doesn't work. So that's why I started with actions now. I say, what can I do about this situation? So my call to action to you, if you haven't been watching this from the get-go, you can watch the replay or watch tomorrow at 10 a.m. We're going to make a two-column chart, and I'm going to make a post on my Instagram. So make sure you follow. We're gonna. It's a two-column chart. On the left side is the guilt. So that's your left analytical brain. On the right side is the action steps you're going to take. So on the left side, write the guilt. On the, on the left side, write the guilt. On the right side, write the actions. So the left column is why I'm always like this or why do I always do these with these people and these things and why do I always mess up my workout and don't meditate. And on the left side is what can I do to produce what I want? And that's your two-column journal assignment for today if you've been in the guilt. So I'm going to read some comments. What's up, Jacqueline? I'm Jacqueline says she's finally able to catch me live, catch me live Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. And she says true action is key. Put faith into action. That is what will produce results. I love that. And I want I want to show y'all um, a board I made. So don't go anywhere. I'm going to grab it from the back here and I'm going to bring it right to you. All right. So. So this is what I'm going to leave with you is this board. All right. Now, on some platforms, it looks backward. But I'm going to try my best to read it out for you. Okay. There's a lot going on here. All right. Can you see it? All right. So on the board, it says when you're fully, when you're in the flow, everything will flow to you and out of you. So when you're fully living on wisdom, is what I came up with. When you're fully, was up? When you're fully living on wisdom, everything will flow to you and from you. So what does it mean to fully live on wisdom? I got the board on my back. Looks really awkward. Okay. When you're fully living on wisdom, everything will flow to you and from you. So fully means giving your undivided attention to your holistic health and success. Uh, it doesn't mean that, but that's what I meant when I said the quote. Uh, living means to be present in tune with yourself and others. And wisdom is application of knowledge 
about yourself first, about things, skills, and your gifts. So to be in the flow is to fully live on wisdom. That was, ugh. So to be in the flow is to fully live in wisdom. I came up with that. The flow is not in the dictionary as that. I, I came up with it. Fully living on wisdom means that your whole life, I say everything is wise because it has information in it. Like everything that's created by God is wise because it's application of knowledge. Like, um, and it's just an idea that I'm not telling you to say, but this is the ultimate truth, but just a way of looking at it. Can I, can I say this is wisdom? Now, this is tough to say, but this is an application of knowledge. Someone knew about the mouse cursor and how to use light and reflection to move the cursor, and they applied the knowledge, turned into an actual thing, and now it's applied as a, it's fully, it's freaking wisdom. It's application of the knowledge. So I can't say a mouse is wise, but I'm just making an example so you can get what I'm trying to say. Anyways, if you fully live on what you know and do it and act on what you know about yourself when you do the self-work and self-analysis, then you're fully living in wisdom and you're in the flow. Fully living on wisdom. Being in the flow can also be not thinking at all. I'm just breathing. I'm fully living on the application of the knowledge of how to breathe. Fully living on wisdom. I'm fully living on the application of knowing how to eat. Fully living on wisdom. I'm fully living on the application of knowing how to exercise. Fully living on wisdom. I'm fully living on the application of calling the people I care about. Fully living on wisdom means that I know my guilt is not doing anything for me. So in order to do something for myself, I'm not going to be guilty. I'm going to act upon the guilt because the guilt is a communication tool by our internal guide to allow us to self-reflect. So if you've been feeling guilty, it's time to do some self-reflection and come up with a steps of action. That's my message and I'm sticking to it. It's the holistic motivator here for another podcast on the Ed Talks Daily Personal Growth and Motivation Podcast. Finally on all your platforms, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Anchor.fm. It's been a pleasure to serve you this morning. Catch me live every morning at 10 a.m. I went to sleep. I did my sleepitation. Thank you for Dr. George Love for showing me this new method of affirmation while you go into sleep with the rotate and the magnet and the water and the chanting. And I woke up, I was like, this is what I need to do. I need to make sure that I'm fully living on wisdom. Remember, you have the unlimited power in you to create what you want and to become who you want. Because your life is your creation. And until you believe that you can create your life, 
you won't start to conceive and you won't release all your gifts, all your talents to the world. So remember, let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Peace. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power. <laughs>